This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Cubs scored five times in the bottom of the sixth off the Reds' bullpen and four more times in the seventh and went on to beat Cincinnati 16-6. Chicago has scored 36 runs off the Reds in the last two games. Buck Farmer had a rough go of it. He came on in the fifth to replace Brandon Williamson with a couple of men on base. He allowed those runners to score. He then gave up a couple of runs in the sixth inning. Lucas Sims was also charged with three runs in that inning. Just one of those earned a Nixon Zell throwing error allowed the final two runs of the sixth inning to cross the plate. Senzel then committed two more errors in the bottom of the seventh. That opened the floodgates for Chicago. It got so bad that for the second Second game in a row, catcher Luke Maley had to come on the pitch. He gave up two home runs in the eighth inning. The lack of relief pitching and poor defense ruined a power surge from the Reds. They hit four home runs in the game, including two off the bat of Joey Votto. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Jed. Chris, another tough, tough night for the Red Legs as they give up double-digit run totals once again to the Cubs. Uh, this is this one hurts a little bit more. David Bell unloaded the bullpen. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting, and I'm curious to see what arms are available to David Bell uh, tomorrow, and that becomes a pretty important game now for the Reds. Well, it becomes a very important game for Luke Weaver, and fortunately, Luke Weaver is making some progress. He pitched a very good ball game his last time out against the Los Angeles Dodgers, went six innings, gave up only one earned run overall, so Weaver's on trending up. I think his fastball is better, his command is better, but you know, let's not lie about it. I mean, the Reds need a solid performance out of him tomorrow, and you never really know what's going to happen at this ballpark when the wind blows out, the way the Cubs are hitting the ball right now. I mean, you better keep the ball down. Yeah, I, I would think that the, the wind is likely to be blowing out. It's supposed to be hot again tomorrow, so that is the figures to be the case again tomorrow night. You know, a tough one tonight because you got some good offensive production from some guys. Joey Votto hits two home runs tonight. The Reds hit four home runs as a team in this game, you'd like to win those games. Well, yeah, you'd like to win those games, but, you know, you can only do so much. I mean, when your pitching breaks down and your defense breaks down, it's usually a combination of those things when you see an outpouring of runs the way the Cubs have put on the Reds the last couple of days. And, you know, the best thing you can do is the same thing you did last night. Put it in the rearview mirror, not worry about it. David Bell doesn't need to call a team meeting or panic or anything like that. Stay cool, come out and play the game that you played all year long, and you're going to be just fine. It's been a while since the Reds have been home. Tomorrow's the last day of this lengthy road trip. Maybe that can energize the fellas a little bit tomorrow night. Tough one tonight. Final score once again. It's the Cubs 16, Red 6. Yid, back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Back with highlights right after this. The Reds lost to the Cubs on Wednesday night, 16-6. Now to the highlights. It didn't take the Reds long to get on the scoreboard against Chicago starter Drew Smiley. Kevin Newman led off the game with a base hit to center field. Then after two were out, Spencer Steer stepped to the plate. Smiley sets ready. He throws. And Steer swings and hits one high in the air. Deep left field. It is back, and it is gone. 
Steer just got it over the wall in left field. A two-run home run for Spencer. Steer puts the Reds on top, two to nothing. The Reds added to their lead in the top of the second, and it was Joey Votto who did damage leading off the inning. The 0-1. Votto swings. He drives this high and deep to center field. Bellinger's back. He looks up. It is gone. Joey Votto takes one out of here to straightaway center field. It is 3-0 Reds. Brandon Williamson started for the Reds, and he shut the Cubbies down the first two innings, but that changed in the bottom of the third. Jamar Candelario led off the inning with a double. Patrick Wisdom and Nico Horner both flew out, but Christopher Morrell pulled the Cubs to within one. One ball, one strike to Morrell. Swung on, and that ball is hit and hit well and far. Nearly off the scoreboard in left field, and it is a tie ball game here at Wrigley. No, no, it isn't. It's a 3-2 to two game as that two-run home run by Christopher Morrell ignites the crowd at Wrigley. The Reds got those runs back in the top of the fourth. Spencer Steer led off the inning by flying out the right field. Christian Encarnacion Strand then doubled to left. That brought Joey Votto back to the plate. Here's the 1-0 pitch. And Votto swings. He puts a charge into this to deep right center field. That's way back, and it is gone. Votto's second home run of the night. This one a two-run shot. Five to two reds. The Cubs scored their third run in the bottom of the fourth when Dansby Swanson let off the inning. Swanson swings, sends a high fly ball deep to left field, and gone. That's on to Waveland Avenue out and left. Second home run of the night for Chicago. The Reds have hit three. The Cubs have now hit two. Brendan Williamson walked Candelario to begin the bottom of the fifth. Then after Patrick Wisdom struck out, Nico Horner singled the right, moving Candelario up to second base. At that point, David Bell pulled Williamson from the game in favor of Buck Farmer. The first batter he faced was Christopher Morrell. And Morrell swings. High fly ball, right center field. Fairchild going back, still going back. At the wall, he leaps. It's off the ivy. It caroms back toward the infield. Benson will chase it down over from right. The throw will go to third. Here's the runner diving in safely. Corner into third base. As Morrell doubles off the ivy in deep center field, that might be another one where the basket hanging out over the wall may have impacted the outfielder, in this case, Stuart Fairchild. Well, I think the wind had something to do with that as well. The wind is blowing out the straight center field, and that ball was hit very high. I mean, it took forever to come down, and by the time it did, the center fielder Fairchild was basically right under it. But he probably thought it was going to hit that basket. It goes off the top of the ivy, and everybody moves up, including the Cubs, get a run. Cody Bellinger was next up. In the first, flew out to right field on a fine play by the right fielder's last time up. Slow chopper over the mound. Picked up by Newman. Throw to first. Got him on a close play. But Horner will score from third to tie the game at five. Great play, Kevin Newman, charging hard on that ground ball that was chopped over the mound. And Newman able to make the play and just barely get Bellinger by less than a half step. Buck Farmer came back out to start the bottom of the six for Cincinnati. Ian Happ walked to begin that inning. That brought Jan Gomes to the plate. Hitting streak, the 2-1. There goes the runner from first, the pitch. Yanked on a line out of the reach of Sinzel by him and down the line into the corner. 
Flying around third is Happ. He'll score. Gomes coasting into second base with an RBI double. And the Cubs have their first lead of the night at 6-5. That was it for Farmer. Lucas Sims replaced him. The first batter he had a deal with was Seiya Suzuki. Sims, the right-hander, sets ready. He throws. And this pitch is hit toward the left center field gap on the run. Fairchild, he won't get there. That's down for a hit. Here comes the runner around third, headed to the plate. McLean's throw home is through and not in time. RBI single, Seiya Suzuki. Cubs up by two, seven to five. Jamer Candelario then singled, moving Suzuki to second base. That brought up Mike Talkman. The 2-1. And this ball's ripped on a line over short. That's into the left center field gap and all the way to the wall. Here comes Suzuki around third to score. Into third and holding Candelario. RBI pinch hit double for Mike Talkman. The first five Cubs have all reached here in the sixth inning, and now Chicago has stretched its lead 8-5. Sims struck out the next two batters, so second and third with two outs. Alex Young came on the pitch. The first batter he faced was Cody Bellinger, and the Reds' defense let him down. Young's home with a 3-1. Bellinger, a weak ground ball to the left side, up with it, Sinzel, throws on the run, it's off the glove of Votto, and it rolls away. Two runs will score. 10-5 Chicago. The throw from Sinzel to Votto just rolled right out of Votto's glove at first base. It looked like he may have stretched a little early and then had to reach across his body to take that throw and kind of lunged out toward the outfield. It'll go as an error, no doubt, on Sinzel. Leading to two key Cub runs. 10-5 Chicago. The Reds' offense didn't do anything in the fifth or the sixth innings, but they did get a run closer in the seventh when pinch hitter T.J. Friedel stepped to the plate. Friedel with a 2-1 count, waits and hits a high fly ball deep to right center field. Going back is the outfielder looking up and gone. T.J. Friedel with a leadoff or with a one-out home run here in the seventh inning. Tightens it up just a bit. It is a 10-6 ball game. The Cubs got that run back when Ian Happ led off the bottom of the seventh. So one ball, one strike. Ian Happ swung on a high fly ball. That's deep center field. Friel, Friel, Friel looking up, and that is in the bushes. Dead center field, and the Cubs are again in back-to-back nights, dialing eight here at home at Wrigley Field. Two outs, Jamer Candelario singled. That brought Mike Talkman back to the plate. Small lead by Candelario. That is ripped down the right field line. That'll get by the right fielder, Fraley. He'll be knocked down right at the warning track. And here comes Candelario all the way around from first base to score run number 12 for the Cubs. Then with Nico Horner at the plate, this happened. Runner at second base checked, and there's a ground ball right to Sinzel. Picks it, fires the first. Oh, it's over the head of Joey Votto and into the dugout. That will award the runner from second home, and the batter runner, Nico Horner, will end up at second base. The second error in the ball game, both throwing errors on Nick Senzel. Next up was Christopher Morrell, and it was another ground ball to Nick Senzel. Morrell a home run earlier in the game, back into third, and he swings, and that's a ground ball muffed by Senzel at third base. Here comes a runner coming around third. He will score without a throw. And Nick Senzel having a very difficult time here tonight on the defensive side. And that ball right off the heel of his glove as he came in to glove it, swiped at it. And then it bounced up, hit off the 
right off kind of the palming of your his glove and kicked right away. For the second night in a row, catcher Luke Maley was called upon the pitch. The first batter he faced in the eighth inning was Ian Happ. He is pitching again here tonight. Yo, rubber arm. He delivers Ian Happ, who yanks one into the seats and left. He better have a rubber neck. Second consecutive at bat with a home run for Ian Happ. And then with one out, it was Seiya Suzuki's turn. And now he hits one high in the air, deep left center field, Friedel back and gone. And now he has hit a home run. Second run scored, second RBI the night for Seiya Suzuki. Seven home runs for the Cubs last night. They've hit five tonight now. T.J. Friedel singled with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Will Benson walked, but Jake Fraley grounded out to end the ball game. Cubs win it 16-6. Here are the totals for Chicago. 16 runs, 16 hits, no air, six left on base. Cincinnati, six runs, nine hits, four airs. They stranded four. Fulmer, the winner, two and five. Farmer, the loser, three and five. Home runs in the game, a whole bunch of them. For Cincinnati, steer number 16. Votto hit two of them, number 10 and number 11. Friedel, number 8. For Chicago, Morrell, number 17. Swanson, number 16. Hap, 11 and 12. And Suzuki, number 9. Two hours, 55 minutes, 33,991 on hand at Wrigley Field in Chicago. With the victory, the Cubs are now 55 and 53. The Reds fall to 59 and 51 with the defeat. Earlier on Wednesday, the Brewers also lost, so Cincinnati still is leading the National League Central by a half game over Milwaukee, but the Cubs are now lurking. They are just three games behind. Thursday night, it's the finale of the four-game series. The Reds are 4-5 and five so far, so a victory. They come home with a 500 road trip. Luke Weaver goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He's 2-3 and three with a 6.80 ERA. Right-hander Jamison Tyone will pitch for Chicago. He's 5-6. and six. His ERA, 5.46. We're on the air with the pregame show at 7.35. First pitch is scheduled for 8.05. And once again, the final score on Wednesday night. The Cubs beat up on the Reds 16-6. to six. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap.